0: Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Charles Pinky, also known as the Washing Machine Queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me.
1: It's Glenn at Best I Wow, you did us.
0: Goodbye. 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 As mentioned, um, we are Black Girls Texting. My name is Shade. I'm Glenn.
1: I'm what?
0: And we, uh, as
1: Shadé said, have a
0: podcast, um, and
1: we also do an ongoing series with the Soho House between New York and Los Angeles. Shout out to the
0: Soho House fam.
1: Yeah. And we're really excited to be here with Watts today. Um, Our podcast is inspired by the uh, sanctity of the group chat, and it's called Black Girls Texting because we wanted it to sound like the most banal thing like the most regular thing that people can do, everybody can text. So, so often people are saying black girls are magical or excellent, and we just wanted to say that we text, we live, we we, we walk, are we magical.
0: Teach. That's And but also
1: and right. <laughs> so uh, our conversations always we like to have them flow the way that they do in the group chat, which are unfiltered, um, honest, and real. Yes, yeah, so we're cool. talking about everything, and, and yeah. you
0: are actually our first male guest on the live show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So bringing some <laughs> testosterone great. up into it. But um, so, because we are black girls texting, we play little riffs on things and involving text messages. So, our first segment is called On Red or Reply. So, everyone knows what happens if you get left on red, right? You're that's just not here for it. That's not like, ideal. Not fucking with it. Yeah. Not never. And obviously, if you reply, we're all good. So we're gonna just kind of do a little spitfire game. Okay. It's just to loosen everybody up. Yeah. You know. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. The
1: first one is just the the art fair in general. Freeze just passed. Okay. So just on red a reply. Uh, on red. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> coming. Say say more. Yeah, the art fairs. They're
2: Ooh, but I feel like my life is so absorbed in art on a daily basis that when I go to these fairs, I just don't have time to concentrate. So mm-hmm. unless I can walk the fair by myself or with my immediate team and not have all this extra melee around me, like... Yeah. I just can't do it. I can't I can't get into it. Yeah. You know,
0: Sensory it really, overload for sure. It's too much. Yeah. We were yeah, saying it's it feels like it's starting to become like a lot of pomp and circumstance. Like people are even saying like fashion week is a ruin just because it's like all the extraness that comes it's from it. Too that. much. Yeah. Now, I'm,
2: a, I'm a loner at heart. You uh, know, okay. so it's just me and my immediate crew. Virgo. That's the Virgo. We mm-hmm. were talking about that. Yeah. So <laughs> anything else? It's just it's too much. And I'm like, all right, I gotta get out of here. I gotta go home. So the art fairs maybe on a good day, if it's me, I might spend twenty minutes in oh. there just like right. And that's on VIP day too, where it's even less people. On the on the regular day, nah.
1: Yeah, get
0: it. on red. I'm out of there. Okay. Yeah. Um, sliding in the DMs for work or for play.
2: Reply. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Who doesn't slide in the DMs? <laughs>
0: That's what I say. Yeah. I slide heavily. She, you're not a slider. No. I feel like no. you slid into my hands though. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> for work, for work. <laughs> hey, we said for work. I absolutely did. I I asked, you know long,
1: what? Now. I, I this is what it is. <laughs> a thousand percent did. You're so right. Shit. You're right. Yeah. I did. Wow. Well, well, I knew you. Uh, reply. Anyway, reply. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you. <laughs> you want to do this one so badly because you want to be so witty about this one. No, you can say
0: it and then I'll add the wit. Okay, manicures like man, like men getting manicures, manicures. Show them the nail. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Reply. Reply. Tell us about what and then how long have you been getting these manicures?
2: Um, today? it started I think uh, before Basel Miami last year. I got two done. And I was like, oh, that's cool, or whatever. And then like the next time it was Art Basel. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go for the whole thing. And I've been hooked ever since. And I've been getting primarily black male artists. And the artwork's done by this lady named Miho. Miho Nails on Instagram. And this time I got Devon Troy. Great artist, if you don't know him, check it out. But Mm. uh, I'm into it.
0: Your cuticles look great. Yeah, yeah, they're (laughs) fresh. <laughs> I pay really close attention to those things. Oh well, I oh feel God. like I'm asking all the damn messy questions. Um, you are. Thirst traps. We oh. noticed that you might like to trap out the bando. You be yeah. having
1: on mm. your personal pants. Yeah, you have uh, uh, no, red on red on red on okay. red. Thirst traps. Yeah. yeah, I'm
2: not. Yeah. Okay. yeah. If you say I'm so. I'm
1: okay. Yeah. Last one. <laughs> Dad style and at leisure cuz we also noticed that you have great style and, and detail,
2: yeah, yeah i guess that's a uh, reply replying yeah like i like a dad good style. dad fit gym gym teacher fit
0: gym, yeah. gym teacher fit yeah gym that's teacher a new fit one. that's a good
2: yeah a good little little
0: swag i'm in heaven in whole foods but that's like the true dad like yeah. mecca yeah, yeah. that's like real dad that's a real dad <laughs> like <Yeah>. family <laughs> at home yes i just look i don't touch <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay Let's get into it. Um, So, switching gears a little bit. What was your first introduction to visual art? Do you have, like, an early Um, memory?
2: Yeah. First introduction to visual art that I can really remember. One, okay, so I lived in uh, Jamaica, Queens. I was born, raised in Jamaica, Queens. And I used to go to Mm -hmm. church in Times Square, Times Square Church. And I just remember that trip there'd be the subways, and I think Long Island Railroad, and just all these like trestles, and um, and it would just be street art. So I remember just graffiti that I would constantly just see repeated all over the city, and I was young, 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 and that was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, mm. And I didn't know what it was. I remember, like it's still in my head, I know Richard Hambleton, probably like somewhere, there, the shadow man, I would see those all over downtown. And, um Yeah, it was just the repetitiveness. I love being able to spot it and be like, okay, I know that. Or, you know, like I've seen that before. I've seen it from Queens all the way to Manhattan, and like, I know this, you know? Yeah. And then I guess after that, when I got a little bit older, maybe around 12 or 13, I started skateboarding. And then I would buy my boards. Based on whatever graphic was on mm-hmm. the board, mm-hmm. so that was, I guess, my first step into art collecting and actually like buying art, even though I didn't know that's what I was doing at the time. But right. like, I wasn't the best skateboarder. I skated, you know, I did it re- religiously, but it was the art that really got me to pick up that next piece.
0: Wow, so that's really interesting to hear you say that. Like that repetition and like that from that moment, you were already starting to. Realize you were picking up art. Yeah. How did you kind of like what caught your eye? Like what did you feel was like aesthetically pleasing?
2: Um, man, that's a good question. I I, I really just think it was, it really had to do. Man, I don't know. It, it's, it's whatever I think I I saw, repeated. Mm-hmm. Really, you mm-hmm. know, like what got me the most is that I could see it in different places. The same thing, you know, mm-hmm. like. The graffiti artists—they like to tag their one specific thing up, and like that's really what caught me was like, okay, I've seen that before, you know. Um, So it it wasn't anything about colors, anything like that. I've never really been into the big, colorful graffiti things. It it was never that. It was always the repetitiveness, whatever it was.
0: And did you feel like from that age you were like, I want to get into? the art world in some way like what did you want to no. be when you grew up
2: no not no not even a little bit I didn't, <laughs> even, I didn't even know art was a thing okay you know like it wasn't like I didn't look at these things and be like oh that's art I just looked at them like oh that's cool you know and New York was cool back then but still I, I, is yeah. mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. don't do that <laughs> yeah. don't do that <laughs>
1: <laughs> sir have some but, pride yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll it's get to that home. one. It's always
0: <laughs> home.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, so let's talk a little bit more about you. You said that that was never on your mind. How did you tell us a more about your journey and like the birth of Love Watts and even the handle? Why is love um, in the title?
2: Love is the title. So I started Love Watts maybe uh, 2011 or wow. so. I guess when Instagram first started. Pop around, Mm -hmm. and I was managing Theophilus London at the time. Oh yes. And I was just, you know, treating it like everybody else, and just posting pictures of whatever randomness, my dogs, Mm -hmm. or just you know travels, or whatever. And um, I was also on Tumblr at the Mm -hmm. time, and I was tumbling. I had dreads too at this time, Mm -hmm. and like I remember I would document my natural dreadlock process on Tumblr and YouTube and all that good stuff. So I was in the mode of just, like, posting what I thought was beautiful. Yeah. And I realized on Instagram, I was like, okay, I'm private, so I don't really want to show people too much about my personal life. Mm-hmm. But let me just start tumbling and doing what I'm doing on, on, I- on uh, YouTube, on Instagram. So I just started posting pretty pictures. Mm-hmm. And I stopped working with Theophilus, and I had a little bit of time Kind of just chill. I was farming at the time, and yeah, I went up north. I got a whole bunch of lives, but uh, yeah, yeah, I just had time to just sit there in the sun, and kind of just gather all these images, and I was just posting. And then the in the beginning, I was LVRS Watts because that was me and Theophilus's brand, The Lovers. The Lovers, yeah. Um, And then I remember me and him, we had like a little thing. I was like. to say something, like, I don't know, and then I was like, you know what, I got to change this name immediately, uh-huh. so I was like, if I change my name, nobody's going to really remember or they're just going to get thrown off if it's like, I can't change it to, you know, like Art Watts or, you know, I was just like, it's just going to mess things up, so I was like, what's the easiest thing I can kind of switch it over to where oh. it looks kind of similar, and I got love tattooed on my stomach, so I said, like, you know what, love Watts, and then it just flowed, and I changed it that day. And that was it.
1: It's interesting that you said you were concerned about changing the name. It's almost like thinking about, is there going to be brand confusion? Yeah. Um, but at the time, you weren't thinking that it was going to turn into a business. Or were no. you?
2: At that time, I knew it was something. Mm-hmm. Because I was conscious of losing followers or right. whatever it was. So I knew that something was going on, but I didn't know quite what it was. And I wasn't really monetizing at that point. Mm. Yeah. So.
1: How did you realize that you could turn it into something profitable?
2: Um. Hmm. Man, um. <laughs> I uh, I know how to make money. I've always been like a hustler. So, right. from day one, I always kind of knew I could make money off of Instagram before anybody else did. I got. Mm a bunch of other ways I've made money on Instagram before this that I don't really want to get into, but I've, I've hustled on
0: Instagram. OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, <"There's> <laughs> <packs."> <laughs> He's like, red. <laughs> so. <laughs> so when I figured out that
2: I could, you know, turn this new art thing into money, it was kind of an easy transition. Yeah.
0: yeah getting a lot of lessons here. I hope everybody's just taking notes. It's like branding. <laughs> Check. Yeah. Um, what do you attribute to the early success of your page?
2: Er, I just don't think there was anything out there like it. Mm. Mm. So I think I was the only one really just pumping out consistently beautiful images and not pictures of myself. Um, mm. And it was just really that consistency and in the beginning. I would post 20, 30 images a day. So wow. I was just treating it like it was a magazine and just consistency, consistency, and just putting it out there.
1: Yeah. yeah. You've said the word beauty a few times in your speaking. How do you define beauty if there's a way to put that into words? Um, or what catches your eye?
2: <laughs> um, I don't know. There's so many different things that catch my eye. I don't really know how my brain thinks differently than somebody else's brain because. I think that I can, I consider way more things beautiful than most people would maybe. Yeah. And it could be very very simple, and I don't know really what catches my—it's just the feeling. And if I get that feeling, I'm like, okay, boom, that's good. That's
1: it. So, would you say that your page or your pages have a particular point of view, and if so, what is it?
2: A Point of view—I like—I uh, like—I uh, hmm, like comedy. Um, mm-hmm. And I like dark subject matter, so I just like I like those two things, and I like color. So there's no real point of view, but that's
1: a point of view, I guess. Okay, yeah. so
2: it's like dark, colorful drama. <laughs> yeah. like drama. Yeah, sounds like a telenovela. I know exactly.
0: <laughs> so you basically like created. Your own lane in this and have been able to essentially like build multiple brands out of this. Like, what do you feel are some of the benefits of that? Uh,
2: um, I mean, I guess I, the biggest benefits I don't have to work at like Verizon. Yeah. <laughs> and I can, you know, like I can, I made a living off of this. I actually work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I'm able to live off of just. Sharing beautiful images and building up young artists, and yeah, that's like the biggest thing that I, I can just do this.
1: Yeah, um, we were thinking a lot about the work that you're do that you're doing, and because you, there's not as much red tape as there is in the art world. We're talking about art fairs earlier. This accessibility of being able to post on Instagram allows you to break a lot of new artists. Was that always something that was important to you, or was that something that you realized that you were in the um, position to do as your brand started to grow because you're really a gatekeeper
2: it's something i realized early on but i didn't know in the beginning in the beginning i was just doing it for myself i didn't Mm -hmm. know anything i'm just like all right i'm just gonna consistently put out these images but then once i realized by getting the dms and all the comments back saying how me posting just kind of changed everything for them, you know and like galleries now were into them, and they sold artwork, and they, um, my mind, I'm like, oh, wait, you're making money, let me get a little something, but, you <laughs> know, like, mm-hmm. but it, it was, yeah. it was major that I was able to change artists globally, their, their lives, and just actually give them that exposure that uh, they didn't have anywhere else, and they still thank me to this day that I, I was able to do that for them.
1: That's beautiful.
0: And then you have the, the black artists on the nails, so, and we be, Remiss if we didn't talk about the importance of just, like, black people in the art world. Like, how much does diversity and inclusion play into... Oh, my God, I said diversity and inclusion. <laughs> oh, man, <my laughs> um, I know. <laughs> I work in corporate. But um, <laughs> how much does that play into um, how you're curating? Um, it plays a lot.
2: And now more than before. I guess in the beginning... I don't know. I post a little bit of everything. And I've always made a point to post a little bit of everyone, no matter what Mm -hmm. your race was. And I always wanted a nice balance of everything. Um, Yeah. So now, because I'm getting introduced to more black artists, I'm posting more because I'm just learning like you guys are, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, this is real time for me. Mm -hmm. It's not like I was holding back. But now there's like this boom of these amazing black artists that through Instagram and all these other platforms, I'm able to discover them. So I'm, I'm, I'm in it heavy now. But let's say in the beginning 2011, when I started, I, I didn't see them either, you know, like, right. So, you know, I'm just now real time catching up <laughs> to this whole new wave.
1: And how are you furthering your own education? Like where how, how do you go about, up, up, about discovering work? I'm sure people s- are sliding in your DMs. Yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot
2: of submissions. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the same basic things that I did from day one on Tumblr. Still, you know, like I'm still one of those guys, and um, yeah, a lot of email submissions now. Now it's definitely a lot more incoming, um, but I'm still out there researching. But I'm also building a brand, so now I can't sit there and post thirty images a day like I used to. So I have to do other real work. Yeah. And get it in. So I've got a great team. Mm-hmm. They help me out. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so a lot of the things you post, some people would argue, and maybe these are in some of your troll comments, are not art.
1: Yeah. It's crazy.
0: How do you how do you feel about that? Like that people feel some certain things need to be like highbrow or what have you?
2: I, I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, mm. yeah, I don't know how you're going to say anything's not art. Any, art is whatever you... Wanted to be so like I just ignore them. I don't know. It's just yeah. it's one of those questions. I'm like I can't answer these people because they're so basic. They, <laughs> you know, like they couldn't fathom anything anyway. Like I posted Devon Troy, this dude right here on my nails like the other day, and they're like, oh, that's not art or what people can get away with. And I'm like,
0: what are you talking about? Like you know. Do you read a lot of the comments, or are you just like I oh. can't anymore. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm sure. I just, I'm waiting for us to start getting trolled she
1: yeah. loves yeah. trolls and she engages them I'm like there's there's <laughs> one troll in the comment she's like where yeah. let's go get him I'm like can we just delete them I'm like yeah. we
0: made it we got a troll
2: <laughs> and then I'm conscious of not talking to the trolls if I don't talk to the positive comments yes, oh, yes. a lot yes. of times yes, people yes. just attack the trolls and I'm like why are you giving them attention mm-hmm. when all these people have all these great things um, to say so I an make point. sure that I definitely don't talk to the trolls because there's 90 amazing comments and like one or two trolls, like, you just let them go.
1: Yeah, actually, we wondered about the fact that you operate a business so largely on social media. Like, what does that do for your peace of mind? And you, your personal page, I think you said it's, it's private. And just, like, how I are you setting those, you. those boundaries? And, yeah, I don't know. I have extreme anxiety about social media. Like, yeah. my DMs rack up. I don't read them for weeks. Yeah, and I same. treat them, like, they're emails. And I'm yeah, like, oh, my same. God, I'm just seeing this. Even though I've been on,
0: she a replies lot. to me like, ha 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 And I'm like, what? The post, but I've already expired. I'll like yeah. just act like I saw <laughs> it and not see it. Freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. How do you do that?
2: Maybe I don't know what the question is. Wait, like, like how are you
1: <laughs> <laughs> navigating a business on social media, <laughs> yeah. that social anxiety, and knowing that, like, you have to get up and engage in that space? And that isn't. It's hard.
2: Yeah. I don't talk to anybody. Like, mm-hmm. I really don't. And I think I've consistently not talked to people, but now I have a team. And they're helping me out. So the team is definitely helping because I can't, I I just can't give everybody my energy. I wish I could, but it's just, it's too hard for me. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: and I think, you know, there's all these conversations now about people wanting to put their phones down, or, like, Instagram is, like, trying out removing likes, or everybody says the algorithm is messing up their numbers. Um, Have you ever thought about that in terms of the way that you're running your business and wondered about Um, sustainability or thinking about taking it off-platform?
2: Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess what I'm doing, I'm just sharing other people's work. So I kind of feel like I'm not the problem on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm just sharing beautiful artwork. So how could you really be mad at that? Yeah, for sure. You know, like, right? Like, No, yeah. yeah. I don't think there's a problem with it. Spreading beauty. So the algorithms, whatever it is, I got enough followers. Like, we'll just keep going. There's always going to be something new. And right now, currently, what my business is doing is... uh, bringing things into real life like how we're sitting here today and you know I'm able to talk to you so I'm trying to make that transfer from Instagram into the real life more.
0: Mhm. Everyone's on TikTok. I don't I don't get it. I Maybe wish love I wish I TikTok. could TikTok.
2: I wish I could find a formula. I just don't know. I think there's you know? definitely space. You this space. You could figure sure that out for space. sure. Yeah. Yeah. This space, but I just don't know quite what
0: that ooh, is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, you I got ideas? I don't know how I could
1: see it, especially <laughs> yeah. because of your... Like, your humor. um, Which, yeah.
0: (laughs) Funny. (laughs) I I can see that. I can see that for sure. Yeah,
2: we'll see.
0: So, in any space, there's, like, a lot of bureaucratic bullshit. Do you ever feel that it's challenging to navigate that? Um, And uh, Something we have here is, like, that feeling of, like, imposter syndrome. Like, oh, what does he know about art? Or, like, even yourself being, like, ah. Am I qualified enough for this? Like, um, I mean, I'm just
2: learning this mm-hmm. whole art thing, though. especially fine art and all this stuff. It's so new to me that... Uh, maybe I'm not answering your question. Yet. No, oh, you are. are. Yeah. There you Come go. Um, yeah, um, maybe I'm losing my thought to process them, But yeah, it's just... Repeat the question again.
0: Hold on. <laughs> I, there was like five questions yeah. in there. Um, <laughs> so essentially like this feeling of imposter syndrome because sometimes you go into certain spaces and you start to be like... Oh, can I do this? Do I know this? But I feel like for you it's not necessarily okay. it like flows a little more naturally. I guess I don't
2: care. What? Okay, That's way you know, to like, feel. Yeah, yeah, I just don't <laughs> care. I yeah, I don't care. I think I that translates with like to, to, to. what I post like it could be the biggest artist of 2020 or a little 13-year-old. I just I could care less. Got it. You know, I'm I'm not trying to sell artwork. It's not like I have this gallery where I need to move whoever's hottest or whatever. It's just my personal taste. And, like, I can just navigate through all that.
1: Yeah. You know, I think about, um, I love Ruby Cower. And everybody was kind of giving her some shade. Like, these Instagram poets. Yeah. Yeah. People were like, oh, what is this Instagram poetry? But she has books. Yeah, exactly. But that's (laughs) the thing. It it also, like, motivated all of these people to read who weren't reading or to engage with poetry who weren't engaging with poetry before. And it's like... It's like Instagram is such a beautiful platform because it makes things accessible and um, digestible for a larger audience. And I think that that's what your page is doing. And it's so interesting to hear you say that you're learning because people are learning alongside you. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just a also process so of discovery new. all together. Yeah. Just yeah.
2: learning with you guys. Yeah. When I find things and I post them that day, a lot of times I found that person that day, you know? Yeah. So you found them, and two hours later, you know, and you're educated. Yeah, and we, we just keep passing them along.
1: For sure. Can you speak to us more about the brand extensions that you've made? Like you've you run additional pages now that are about aesthetics and lifestyle, and sort of what are the what what differentiates those pages outside of those different categories, but what also keeps them like
2: uniformly distinctly Watts? Uh, I don't know. I guess the uh, the phrase tech that we've been going with for the brand Love Watts is it's the art of lifestyle. Mm. So art is with everything. It's with your clothes. It's the movies you watch. You know, who knows, the exercises you do. It's literally every component of life. So within the pages, I just kind of categorize them however I can. Like Love Watts, I want to say is like Maybe paintings and sculptures or maybe video art where you have Watts on. We try to have maybe more aesthetic type things like fashion, makeup, you know, what it, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Little silly viral videos. And you got uh, Watts Place, which is interiors, mm-hmm. exteriors, just design and all that good stuff. But it's all the art of lifestyle mm-hmm. and every component within life that I deem to be beautiful, cool, and aesthetically pleasing.
0: Oh this is God. completely random, but you posted something that was, like, really satisfying. <laughs> and there are, like, yeah. all those, like, satisfying type of videos where yeah. people play with, like, slime. I've recently really got into mukbang, mukbang. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like. <laughs> well,
2: when you have, like, the big pieces of whatever it is. That's when you they, like, eat eating. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. There's like some ASMR aspect to it. Yeah. I don't really know. I'm trying to figure out why I like it. But anyways, um <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what like I don't do do you like that? <laughs> <Sorry>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. I like
2: the sounds. I like uh things that just look weird. Yeah. I like people doing stuff for no reason. You know, like I when people say these comments, like, oh, why are they doing that? Or, like, I'm over there. I'm like, I like it. Like, just be weird. Just yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. That's the cool
0: thing. You can discover so many things or, like, find things that you're like, why do I, oh, what is this? And, like, yeah. and then a rabbit hole. Yes.
1: Oh, my God. There was this random-ass website called StumbleUpon a long time oh, ago. Oh, yeah. I used to love that website. It doesn't, I tried to go on there recently, and it's something very, ra- it's just is not the same, but, um. Yeah, it kind of gives me that kind of vibe. Like, you just find something interesting every time you yeah. go to your page that you wouldn't expect that you'd be into. That's yeah. what I look
2: for, just what you haven't seen before. Yes. Yeah. I try to pop that out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. Let's see. What does a day in your life look like?
2: Um, wake up pretty early, 6, 6.30. Okay. Feed my dog, walk him. Um, Oh, actually, no, when I wake up, I lay in bed, and I try to find, like, whatever today's, whatever first image is going to be, at least, you know? Feed the dog, walk the dog, and then come back home, start looking for more images, then hop in the office and do my little work office thing, but still looking for images. Go home, maybe watch some TV, (laughs) (laughs) and probably in bed by, like, 8.30. 8.30?
1: 8.30? Nine. Yeah, he's getting up at 6. Nine. Oh, he could yeah. say that. He could say that. <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. Basic life. Super basic life. Love yeah.
1: it. Yeah. But surrounded by so much beauty, like constantly But consuming. surrounded by a
2: ton of beauty. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Sometimes. That's a luxury. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, Why do you think your page, I guess we've said this before, you said it was so new, but um, your page has resonated with people and continues to do so? Uh,
2: I think because a lot of people like myself haven't been introduced to art so this is just a good, quick, easy way for them to not feel, I don't know, a certain way about going to galleries or mm. going to museums or anything like that. It's just easy. It's private. You can just go and Love Watson and be like, oh, you know what? Let me just flick through this and see what I like, and, you know, it, it's just it's so easy.
0: Yeah. Do you have, like, a favorite artist right now or someone that you're, like, really feeling that we should check out? Um,
2: yeah, I have a ton of artists that I love. I'm trying to think who I can just pick a random name. off. The, okay, so this one girl that everybody makes fun of because I can't keep her name out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> sugary Garbage, uh, Kizaya Harrell. Oh. I don't know if you know her, but no. yeah, I love her work. That's She's good. just a big personality, and um, yeah, we'll I'm, I'm, her I'm into her. Yeah.
1: Is there anything else you're really excited about outside of visual arts, music, fashion, a travel destination, um, such a renaissance man?
2: You know, I'm, I'm really just excited about building my brand, honestly. Yeah. That's kind of what's really getting me going. I don't want to go anyplace. I've been all over the world. I've not to say that I won't continue to travel because I do love to travel, but right now really building Love Watts and taking it from just being a curatorial page to a full blown media company mm-hmm. is what is exciting me. You know, nice. like just building this this whatever it is right now. So yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. That's amazing. <laughs> Big things aguan. Should we get into the what would you do? Oh, God. Yes, we
1: should. Okay. We're singing now.
0: Oh, yes. We always
1: sing. Do you I'm not singing. No, <laughs> this is what we do. Okay. We should do it. We haven't done it in a long uh, time. If you're familiar with the, the City High Classic, what would you do? Mm-hmm. We have a uh, you know a listener letter segment, yes. and we always preface it by singing. So we will get, we'll, we'll kick it off. Me, me, me.
0: What would what you do, do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry? And the only way to beat him is to sleep with a man for a little bit of money and it's standing zone. So we smoking rock now, in and out of lockdown. I ain't got a job now, but for you, this is just a good time. But for me, this is what I call life. Mmm. <laughs> That song belongs to City High. Ooh, <laughs> does not belong to black girls texting. But it was brought to you by our lyrical stylings. It was brought to you by our lyrical stylings. This is like quintessential young black girl. Everybody knew this song. It's kind of problematic. I know. The more we
1: sing it, the more we're like, ooh, that's... that's I know. It's, it's like, like
0: yeah, baby daddy, da, da, da. I'm like, shit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Tell us about our what would you do, sis. So typically, we, we get a listener
1: letter. Um... I'm going to ask a question on behalf of someone that doesn't know that they need it, but they do. Um, Shit. Oh, God, it's already getting too spicy. Um, A man-child ex-boyfriend of mine needs help sort of, like, stepping into his adulthood, manliness, swagger. And we were just thinking about how you're such a, again, renaissance man. So any, like, tips... This is shady as hell. Yeah, shady. <laughs> you know, things that every man should have in their what, not what what do men have, arsenal right? right 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 arsenal, but it could be like grooming products, things they should. No no see, no, no no. I want to get to the watch. emotional. Oh, things they should have in their soul. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to take him that deep. You can go there if you want to, but right. however you interpret that question,
0: man, how do oh. you man up? I <laughs> mean, you're you're epitomizing some black boy joy right now, and I yeah. feel like we need. A lot of that in the right. world.
2: How do you man up? That's a good question. It takes a long time to man I'm up. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Just the, yeah. All the dudes are like. It takes a long time. Um, it's just life experiences. Yeah. I don't know. Travel? Have they traveled a bunch? Mm. Traveling really helped me. <laughs> really, really helped me. Just getting yeah. out there by myself, you know, not traveling with a bunch of your bros or whatever, but just going and, like, talking to different people and different whatever, you yeah. know? Like, that really, really was probably, like, my biggest lesson in life.
1: Is there a place that you went to that really, like, was eye-opening for you?
2: Um, No specific place. Mm-hmm. It could be anywhere, really, you know? Like, but just get out of your comfort zone and start. Introducing yourself to just some people that you don't even know. Would you say
0: at any point in your life you were a bit of a fuck boy? Never. <laughs> Never.
2: Never. Because I'm too. That, I'm I, too private and I'm too like. Okay. Conscious about my, you know, just being like cool and like mellow. You know, like I remember, the, I must have been like six or something like that. I remember it was like a birthday party. And it was somebody else's birthday. At six years old, way back. I'm going way back. This is when I remembered. Like I'm like six years ago. No, no, no. Six six moons ago. (laughs) I remember they were singing Happy Birthday for this kid, and I did something just out of place to put the attention on me. And I was like, Oh, I don't like that feeling. You know? And like from then on, I was like, Nah, I don't want that kind of attention. I got more people should have that type of realization. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it. I just didn't like wow. that attention. It was like, oh, this is that that early fuck boy. I was
0: like, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That laughs> early fuck Yay. boy. He was like, happy birthday, nah. and it was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, Glenn, Do you do you care to share anything else about your? Um... No. All right. No. no. Yeah. So <laughs> not even sure I bless him with
1: these gems, which is even worse. I mean, no. you blocked him. Yeah. <laughs> so how that gonna work? It's another story, another episode. You have to tune in to Black Girl Fixing as the saga continues. Um, We'd love to open it up to the audience if you all have any questions for Watts. I
2: don't even know this is going
1: down. Oh, oops!
0: Sorry. Sorry. We'll pass the mic to you. Hold on. Don't make me do it. My shoes. I can't. Um, well, I'm kind of fascinated to find out more about how did you develop this, dis- I mean it has nothing to do with uh, all the other things we spoke about. How do you have this discipline of going to bed early? <laughs> oh. I mean, no, 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 I, I mean, mean I, I understand you get up yeah. early, but I mean, okay, I mean, 10 o'clock is still like You know what early. it is? I don't go how out. How I don't like
2: do socializing do really, like, for no reason, you know? So if I don't have a reason to go out after 6 o'clock, like, I'm doing my work. And I'm going to bed to get up and so work you've again. Always
0: been like that. I
2: haven't gone out. I remember I used to lie to my friends in high school and tell them I had a curfew that I did not have, wow. so I could go home. Wow. I, so wow. I've been like that since so, since high school. I've been oh, lying wow. to my friends to tell them wow. that I got to go home. So well, I'm, it, I'm a homebody. I love home.
0: Incredibly healthy. I mean, what you're I love doing.
2: it. My grandmother's 107, so I think it runs yeah. in my genes. Oh, yeah. sure. yeah. I,
0: I, 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 I don't want to go tell that long, you but. I, <laughs> If I find out what time you're born, I'm gonna have some fun tonight. <laughs> I got you. Figuring wow. out what is going on in <laughs> well, the stars. Well, I got you. <laughs> Congratulations for that. And I Thank have you. one more question. Can I ask one? Um, besides just like flipping through pictures as you explain your daily, I mean, I would imagine you also uh, go to visit studios. I mean, forget about yeah, galleries yeah. and all that. But do you yeah. go to visit studios? I do.
2: I love. I do love going to studios. Right. I love connecting okay. with the artists and all right. getting the one-on-one. One on one. I'm all about one-on-ones. Okay. So if I can get in that studio and spend as much time as possible in there right. and just getting to know an artist and seeing their process, that I truly, truly love.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Cool. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Thank you. oh, oh. oh.
1: Glenn.
0: Yes. Do you select all your images yourself?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I select every single last image myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I have a very specific question for you. I so if you could make a four to five song playlist from of your life, so like oh. a song that encapsulates mm. your childhood, maybe yeah. like a little bit of like preteen, maybe right. not what would you do, but whatever that song could yeah. was for you, maybe
1: like teenhood when you were pretending to have a curfew. Anyway, you get it, like up to now. What would that song, Damn. what would they be?
2: I wish I could really answer this, but I'm not good with, like, names of songs. No, I ain't saying. I mean, <laughs> yeah. not I, I don't know. That's a go. I'd have to, like, get back to you on that one. All right. You can come back to me, but I, I'm probably going to have to really think on that one for sure.
1: Hi. So where are areas in the legal world that you feel like could help artists protect their work online, maybe? Or what you think Ooh. could be beneficial?
2: Oh, man. That's a deep one. <laughs> um areas in the legal world that can help protect artists.
1: I'm sure you've seen a lot of artists get their work stolen online or etc. See, I don't know
2: this Oh, okay, stolen from like a brand or something maybe or
1: um posted without any credit or yeah, used on clothing without any royalties or permission. Yeah. Right.
2: I I'm a little different because I'm like if you put your work on the internet it's just there like so don't really bitch too much I don't know it's a little different for me so I'm like you're just putting it out there and like if you can't come up with something new and fresh like a lot of people are like oh I don't want to put my stuff out there because people are going to steal it And I'm like are you a r- if you're a real artist you'll just make some new shit like I, I'm not worried about putting my ideas out there I got a million ideas. Take three of them, you're not gonna do it as good as me. (laughs) Just keep it moving, you know? So, I don't really, I don't know, like, who cares? You put it out there, put it out there, come up with something new. Uh, Some of the best art I see in LA is uh, on people. So, do you Uh, you ever showcase tattoo artists or? I do. uh, Yeah, I love love tattoo art. the weirder, the better. If you look on the page, you'll see a bunch of like cool. just real weird. i check out. it out. Yeah. Thanks.
0: I think we'll take one more. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Besides uh, taste and consistency, like what do you think is another force that's driving your success as of like late? Uh, man, those are the two main ones. Let's see. <laughs> uh, um, Last one. Man, okay. that's a good question. Besides taste, And consistency, what's driving? um, My team. (laughs) She's got it. My team. For sure. They're in here. My team for sure. Uh, Yeah.
1: (laughs) Not a real question, so you can get someone after me. It was more like just to back up, I think, what she was saying. I think it it wasn't clear. I think a, a company taking artwork and putting it on their stuff. like it, it, I think it was a little per, further than just throwing it on the internet. It was like, if a company... Gotcha. You know what I mean? I think that's what I heard and maybe yeah. you didn't get to address yeah
2: course this is another amazing artist that's why he's chiming in now oh no no, no no! Like i just wanted you to be able to nabil ex- everybody explain that a little better. bit but the legal thing i don't know what to do you gotta hire a lawyer that's a better that's <laughs> yeah, a good answer you gotta, you gotta hire a lawyer no no that's all you need to say yeah, yeah. i want to hire do you do a well, lawyer so. immediately drop all your cash hire somebody
1: <laughs> and she's a lawyer
2: <laughs> and she, yeah
1: and be sure to credit The artist, right? Be sure. I always always.
2: credit. Wherever I can credit, I credit, I credit, I credit. So I think maybe I...
1: No, that's something you always
0: do.
2: I credit. Mm -hmm. A million percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Well, guys... No one asked us any questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming. This episode will be live on our platform that you're probably already following because if you listened earlier, you would like subscribed, etc. Great. Um, but it'll air on Wednesday, and we really, really appreciate you all for coming out, and especially you for joining thank us. You. We're really excited for this your journey and your brand building, and you got the black Very girls fun. texting all the time. I'm yeah, in. We're here for I'm you. In.
1: He asked yeah. us earlier, was he the third black girl texting? I did. Because you said one <laughs> of three. I'm three like, three of us. He said, am <laughs> I the, other, the third one today? There's three chairs. Oh, my gosh. You were. obsessed. You were obsessed. honorary. You were honorary black girl honorary, texting honorary black today texting. and for life. I'm with it. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.